Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God for our meditation this morning comes from Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is a bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Thus far, God's word. You may be seated. In the name of Christ, who is the bridegroom, to his bride, the church, dear fellow redeemed. The parable that Jesus spoke to his disciples in our text this morning would have been a very familiar occasion to them. Jesus here describes one portion of the Jewish wedding customs. On this night, the bridegroom is coming to take his bride to officially become one flesh. The bride knows that the groom is coming, but she is uncertain of when he will arrive. So the groom's approach is prefaced with a shout. This allows the bride to ready herself for the arrival of the groom. But the focus that Jesus is keen in on here is not on the bride or groom, but to the ten virgins who were to keep watch for the arrival of the groom and escort him in to be with the bride. The five foolish virgins are called foolish because they did not prepare for an unexpected delay of the groom. This was foolish because in the same way the bride did not know when the groom would come, neither did these virgins. They were to be ready at all times and at any time to escort the groom to her, his bride. On the other hand, the five wise virgins are called wise because they came prepared. They brought with them extra oil in case their initial supply ran out and they needed to have more ready on hand to light the way. The parable of the wise and foolish virgins is a lesson from Jesus concerning Judgment Day and how to be prepared for it. In this parable, Jesus himself is a bridegroom. He is the one coming to be united with his bride, that is, the Holy Christian Church. 
the virgins that Jesus describes here are to show a Christian's life. Both wise and foolish virgins confess Christ as a Savior, and they look for his return. They both start out with lamps that are burning brightly. And in the same way, there are many who confess Christ with their mouths and may even do good works. And while we're on this earth, we cannot see into people's hearts. We must base our fellowship on what people confess with their mouth and show with their actions. That is how we operate until the last day when Jesus will reveal the true nature of each of our hearts. And that is where the division of the wise and the foolish virgins will take place. The wise virgins brought with them the extra oil in case the bridegroom was delayed. These are they whose faith is genuine. Through trial and tribulation, their faith is tested, and at times they may even fall asleep. But their faith is genuine. Their trust remains in Jesus as a Savior from sin. And anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be numbered with these wise virgins. Those who have faith are reconciled before God. And every single member of the Holy Christian Church has that faith. This is not something that is measured or quantified. But it is brightly shining when the bridegroom arrives. The foolish virgins, on the other hand, were those who brought no extra oil with them. When the bridegroom does arrive... Their lamps are going out, and they have no more supply in order to fill their lamps. This is indicative of those who may confess Christ with their mouth, but their hearts are far from Him. They may be within a visible church, but they remain outside the holy Christian church. In the parable, the foolish virgins begged and pleaded with the wise to share some of their oil that they may greet the bridegroom and enter the feast. But they were refused. They were refused not because the wise were being mean or they didn't care, but because there was not enough for both of them to have enough oil to last. And so is the case on Judgment Day. There will be a separation of those who were faithful to God and to His Word and those who were not. Not a single person who was not faithful to God's Word will be able to call out and ask someone from God's right hand to share some of their oil or their faith. There is no sharing of faith on Judgment Day. Each person, person must stand before the throne of God and be judged on their own faith, not that of someone else's. And not only will no one be able to share their oil or their faith, neither will they be able to go out and buy some. 
Nowadays, there are very few places that are even open until midnight. But in Jesus' day, it was even less likely. There was no place to buy oil for the foolish virgins. And once Judgment Day arrives, the voices that had cried out, be reconciled to God through Christ, will fall silent. There will be no other time to repent, no time to find faith. But when Jesus comes, those who are ready enter the feast. And those who are not ready are left outside the door to the wedding feast. Verse 11 through 13. Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. These foolish virgins had confessed Christ. They expected his return, but they were not ready. They let the desires and the beauties of this world distract them from what really mattered, filling their lamps with the oil of faith. That is what set them apart from the other virgins. The other virgins were welcome to the feast because their lamps were burning brightly with their faith. Their love for their Savior never ran out. And it welcomed them into the banquet hall of God. Whereas the foolish will cry out to the Lord to open the door to heaven. But the only reply they'll hear is, I do not know you. And what about you? Where do you land in this parable? Like I said earlier, no one can look at what is in your heart. The only one who can do that is God and your own self. Have you ever fallen asleep in your faith? Have you let your faith run low so that it is close to burning out? Jesus is returning. We do not know when he will come. But it will be like the bridegroom arriving in the middle of the night. No one will expect it. But all should be prepared for it. And how are you to prepare yourself? How can you be sure that you will be numbered among those who are called the wise virgins? It is by having a lamp that is filled with oil. That is to say, not only should we be confessing with our mouth the truth of God's word, but our, our very lives should be shining brightly, reflecting what Jesus has done for each and every one of us. Because you are reconciled to God. God looks on your sinful behavior of the past, of the present, and of the future. And instead of seeing every time that you have failed to live up to the perfect standard of the law, every time you have fallen asleep, He sees the white robes of your Savior draped over you. You are covered by His righteousness through faith for eternal salvation. That is it.
Jesus has taken care of the hard part for you. He lived the perfect life according to God's law in your place. His perfect record has become your perfect record. He suffered God's full and unfiltered wrath over sin while on the cross. He bore that punishment and even received the death blow that our sins deserved. But by doing so, Jesus has atoned you of all your sins. He paid for every single one of them. And that is what your faith is centered on. It is completely reliant upon what Jesus has done for you and what he gives you through faith. This is a faith that will endure until the bridegroom comes. This is a faith that will shine forth with thankfulness and praise to God for his great love for you in saving you. This faith eagerly awaits the return of the Savior. And though we do not know when he will come again, that is why we come to church. That is why we have devotions at home, time to study God's word wherever we may be. Through these things, the Holy Spirit is strengthening your faith and preparing you for the return of the bridegroom. So do not be ashamed of your faith. Do not let your faith flicker away and be snuffed out. The Lord knows that Satan will stop at nothing to quench the flame of your faith. But do not be afraid, but rejoice. Your faith is protected by God himself through his word. Restore and refresh your faith with his word and the devil will have no power over you. The parable of the wise and foolish virgins is a striking reminder from our Lord and Savior to always be ready. No one knows when he will return. But when he does, there will be no more chance to hear God's word. There will be no sharing of your faith to someone else. You, me, and all people will stand before the throne of God. Some will knock, and the door will be opened, will not be opened. But those who stand in faith with their lamps burning brightly will be welcomed as guests into the wedding feast of God. Beloved, stand firm in the faith that God has begun in you, and he will carry you to the end. Amen.